Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Twin Peaks Season 2, Episode 11. It's called Masked Ball, full spoilers for the episode, as always. What the hell is going on? And I don't mean that in a David Lynch way, what the hell's going on, when that's fun. It's just like nothing makes sense. Do you know what I'm going to go say? This is the first episode of the show that I'm, I was actively bored yeah, I was a bit bored. I, I don't know if I was completely bored just because they kept... Because it was like, what on earth is happening is is the interesting part. I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I had no idea David Duchovny was in this show. No? So, when they, when they said, Dennis is about to walk through the door, Dennis Duchovny in women's clothing was not what I was expecting. <laughs> I'll say that much. So, so he... he uh, or just... I guess I should say she uh, is Denise. She's going by now. Is uh, a new character. They're here to uh, investigate Cooper and I mean they're friends with Cooper, so she's trying to help with the case. But she's there to investigate him, and that's it's not really an impartial investigation, is it? Not really. No. Uh, James has a plot with a random rich woman <laughs> called Evelyn. Yeah. After after taking his bike and just going off on one. Yeah, there's a, see, the, the opening scene of this episode is literally just him in the bike, like Terminator Two, just cycling. For a solid like two minutes. Yeah, which I, I don't think is out of the the realm of what the show does. Sometimes I feel like the opening scene of the, this, this show sometimes mm. does linger on just a sort of yeah, yeah, yeah an ambient sort of moment while the credits play, which is fine. I think it's a, if yeah. you're going to have credits play over something, why not have it something just sort of moody like that? Uh, but it, it gets to a bar, which by the way, isn't James meant to be a high school student? Yeah, I mean, he's mentioned in the high school. So he just walks up to the bar and goes, I'll have a beer, please. And the bartender says, here's your beer. Yeah, well, they're pretty lax on IDing in, in, <laughs> in wherever so. this bar is. Apparently so. Uh, to be fair, I don't think we've ever actually seen James in the school, so he could be a couple of years older than the rest of them. Uh, that's true. We have no way of knowing. Uh, but, I mean, Bobby's in the school and he's dating Shelley, and I'm pretty sure Shelley's a couple of years older, so why not? Because yeah. Shelley was already married to Leo, so I assume she's a wee bit older. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, no Shelley or Bob in this episode actually. That I'm, that I'm mentioning. No, that's not. Uh, so, so Major Briggs get abducted by aliens last episode, and all we get from that in this episode, we end, we ended in a cliffhanger of Cooper like looking at a bright light. Yeah. Which, by the way, it's funny that that led into a David Duchovny appearance, but. Uh, but it's, all we get is really Major Briggs' wife showing up and saying, yeah, sometimes he disappears. Kind of part of his job. Yeah, yeah, he does this. Yeah, he, right, he does this. Right, sure. And I'm like, I mean, I was almost interested when she said that, because like, all right, is he... Is he Smells like a cover-up. Is he meeting with the aliens on a regular basis? Is that a thing that, that's happening yeah. with him? I, I don't know. Uh, but that, that's pretty much all we get. Uh, Nadine's still at high school. Uh, we actually see Donna in high school, which... Yeah, whoa. that was weird. Not seen that since episode one. Yeah, like they, they someone finally remembered. <laughs> and Nadine's is attracted to Mike and is asking Donna for her opinion on the whole matter. And she still has super strength because she's lifting like all of the weights on the yep. on the machine. She's she's put the, the little uh I don't know, hook, what do you call the the bar? Pit. Pin? pin, pin, yeah, pin's probably the right word. Uh, pin at the bottom. You tell we don't go to the gym, can't you? <laughs> Apparently, you can tell. Uh, which 
I always actually wonder, like, I mean, maybe, maybe like the the toughest bodybuilders in the world can, but I always wonder, like, it, whenever I've seen people working on those machines, and and the the rare occasion I have used them myself, is you typically most people only use an X amount of them, right? Yeah. They never go near the bottom. There's never all of them. Is is that just for the the the, the biggest of the big guys that use those, or yeah, is it like, probably, or is it like a car where even though the speed limits are never, you know, 150. Most cars go up to like that, yeah, or something around that region. Unless know. you're in the German autobahn, and then you can go whatever the hell you want. I, I I guess they design all cars so that you you can still drive them in the the German autobahn. Yeah, that's yeah. What, that's that's what they do. <laughs> uh, I don't know. This is one of those things like they always have an excess when like yeah yeah. Are are, are are there any human beings that are physically capable? What I like to think is they're there just so people can like. You know, get a bunch of guys go. Oh, I bet I can do that. Like, I bet you can't. And then they, they just just so they can try it and prove that they can't. That's I mean, it. I'm sure that I'm sure that the top one percent of like bodybuilders maybe can do the full work. I'm, I'm waiting for a comment to go and now go. Ah, I use the lot on a regular basis. <laughs> of course, they're going to say that. Yeah, yeah. Proof, proof yeah. for it did not happen. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, also, I I don't know how they did it with the scene. Did they build like a fake set of weights so that you know, they really didn't weigh anything? Or was there like five guys off screen like pulling them up? <laughs> like I just I, assumed they were fake. Yeah, they're probably fake, but they're probably just polystyrene. Probably, probably. But you know, I just I like the image of like five guys with a big yeah, rope yeah, just yeah. pulling them all up like in unison because it takes five of them to do it. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, yeah, so that that's season school and she's been asked to join the wrestling team. Uh, and this is an amusing enough plot. It's kind of, it, Joe. It's funny, like, and I'm not just saying this because we know Lynch isn't around. Although Lynch technically was in this episode, his voice did appear. Yes, this is true. Gordon was on the cup, so he didn't completely jettison himself from the show. He was willing to come in for a little bit of audio work. Mm. But he, like, it's not just that I know he's gone, but even the random stuff feels like it has less purpose. Well, the stuff, the stuff with James and this woman where he's fixing her husband's car and staying at her house while he does it. Yeah, I'm. I'm questioning like, what? Where is this going? What's the point of this scene? I have no idea what the point and of this scene is. I, I don't know either. Again, maybe this is something that in three or four episodes time they'll tell us, and 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 retroactively it'll become okay. But feels unlikely. Do you know my problem with this episode? I think more than anything is that so much of the dialogue felt like bollocks. Like it just Bold felt like it. There. Like it just felt like it went on and on, and I, I wasn't really get, like the, the scene where James meets the woman at the bar, the bar, and they're, they're just talking for like five minutes, and I, I don't know why yeah. I got out of that conversation. It's, it's bits like that where I feel like I was bored, like I was yeah. tuning out some of it because it just kept going on and on and on, and there was nothing interesting in it. Yeah, uh, strange, strange stuff. Uh, also, so the, the big twist at the end of this. And I feel like this is something that probably wasn't on the table until Lynch left, and then the other writers went, "Oh, here's something we can do. There'll be a twist." Uh, so Catherine's brother, uh, Josie's old husband, who was dead, the, yes, the show Since started before the show started, yeah, was dead. But in true soap opera fashion, he steps out of the shadows and is like, uh, "Jocelyn's right where we want her." Yeah. Well, we'll yeah, we'll bring the man that she she worked for in Hong Kong and. Well, we'll do whatever our evil plans are. I have no idea what those evil plans are. I don't really care at this point. <laughs> it's just like, what the hell is going on in this show right now? It's so convoluted. I have no idea. But I get, it's this weird thing where Lynch 
kind of does convoluted, but he does it with... It's like, he's just such a madman, he knows how to balance it. Yeah, it's okay when it's convoluted, but you're you're intrigued. It's like, oh, I want to know more. This yeah. just feels like, let's throw six different things and see which one sticks. Yeah. Uh, there were some small advancements with other things, like uh, like Norma and Hank and uh, Bernie. Like, that whole thing's... Mm. There was a scene sort of showing that's they're still a thing. Uh, Hank went to see Ben, who Ben's not in the best of places right now. He's kind of lost everything. That was the other scene, actually, that I felt like went on for ages, and I didn't know what the point of the dialogue was. Like, beyond Ben or beyond ben finding out that he wasn't really in control of One-Eyed Jacks anymore, and that Hank was working for Jean Reno, I felt like the scene went on for, like, five minutes, and I have no idea what the hell else was really happening. Nothing. Nothing. Just, nothing. Nothing else happened. It, just, it felt like they were filling time by just writing more dialogue that didn't really say anything. Pretty much. That's kind of what it felt like. Uh, and, yeah, a, a big part of this episode as well was... So we, we, met, we met these brothers last episode, uh, the mayor and like the, the local journalist. Yeah. Uh, two old guys, they're brothers. And the journalist was getting married this episode, and apparently this is a regular thing. He goes through waves... It's more, fine. More than you go through sun cream, and I don't know. That's quite extreme. Uh, you go through a lot of sunscreen, do you? Have you seen me? <laughs> but so we actually have a wedding scene where his brother like stands up and objects because she's a gold digger because she's young. She's she's like you know twenty something or yeah, thirty yeah. maybe, and he's obviously like in his seventies, and. Sure, fine. I'm, again, I'm not really sure what the point is. I feel like these two characters were introduced just so we could have more quirky plots for... Yeah, and that, that's fine. I don't mind having these quirky plots when there's an actual main plot to fix on to as well. I think the main plot at this, at this stage is meant to be Cooper's investigation, like him being investigated for everything. But nothing has happened yet. He hasn't been investigated really at all. No, he's been interviewed and he's, he's, he's said that he doesn't believe he did anything illegal. Maybe it worked outside the guidelines of the bureau in terms of his investigation, but he doesn't believe in anything illegal. That's basically all we've had. And the problem with this plot as well is, is we already there's no mystery to it because we know he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, we've seen everything that <laughs> yeah. he's done, so it's like, yeah, sure, we just follow them and learn the same thing that we already know. Yeah, so so that's lacking in that sense. And then, yeah, honestly, the highlight for me was at the wedding that uh, Audrey and Cooper were dancing, and I was like, ah. This is sweet. I'm yeah. being sweet again. That's uh, true. The characters I mean, we, still have the charm, but I mean, that's a bit. Yeah, where we had Andy, no Lucy, but no Lucy. Yeah. Oh yeah, the little Andy Dick rivalry with the kid was pretty yeah. amusing. Yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah. It was okay. As the Andy Lucy plot tends to be. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's weird when it's like one of the highlights of it. Like, well, it's been the highlight before in terms of how amusing it was, but it's weird that that's the. Like the, <laughs> there's no core thing that we care about. It's like Lucy and Andy, or in this case, just Andy, are, is one of the genuine highlights of the episode. Yeah. So it's a little bit weird. So weird. I don't know how to feel about this episode. It's it's poor. It's, it, there's moments of that weirdness which have kind of stuck around, and I think it it benefits a little bit because we already care about a lot of the characters. That the characters kind of. Yeah, that's the thing. If this was the start of a show and oh, we God. would just get yeah. into this, we wouldn't be watching it. Yeah, we'd be, we'd no, be no longer running. We'd be running so far if this was episode one. Yeah, this has, like I say, this has the benefit of we already care about most of these people, so we're kind of invested anyway. Yeah, 
It's a couple of the more intriguing things in the episode that were at least a bit more interesting. So we found out a while ago that Cooper had an old partner who went insane, for lack of a better term, and he escaped from his mental hospital. Yes. We found that out earlier Quite on. Quite a while ago, yeah. I remember it was like a it was like a lunchtime scene with uh, Albert at the yeah. at the hotel. I, I remember hearing about it. But he he gets a letter from him that they're playing their, their like long distance game of chess. But it's this really ominous like description of his chess move where he's talking about how the king needs to die and it's mm. it feels like there's more to it than that. But that was kind of interesting because it was like yeah. yeah, a bit of mystery. And I, I like Again, that it's like who's the king? Yeah. yeah. And I also it helps that I liked that mystery before, like when we just found out about this partner who escaped. Like I thought he would play into it before now. Actually, I thought he would. Play yeah, I'd into kind it. of forgotten about it. Yeah. So at least I'm curious about that. I wonder if that's something that'll kind of linger about until Lynch comes back, or if it's something they'll do themselves just now, or yeah, whatever. But it was it was mysterious. It, it, it gave the episode. It was one of the few times in the episode where I perked up and went, "Oh, this is <laughs> this yeah. is actually kind of interesting." Definitely. The other time, and again, this feels like a little bit like a watered down Lynch because I feel like it's definitely not him that's behind this, or if it is, that they're using his notes or something like that. But the whole White Lodge, Black Lodge thing, because uh, Major Briggs mentioned the last episode, and Cooper brings it up, and then like Hawk and Harry are like, wait, what? How, where did you yeah. hear about this? And uh, Hawk explains that his people have this legend that's out in the woods. The White Lodge is... Uh, uh, well, the, you, you go through the Black Lodge to get to the White Lodge, and the Black Lodge is like a test to get to the White Lodge. But if you take it without having pure confidence or, like poor like you know body and mind kind of thing uh you will fail and you'll be like you will see your own dark self your dark shadow of your own self which is what the black lodge is it's the dark shadow of the white lodge uh it was all vaguely interesting the whole idea of like evil counterparts and seeing your evil self and all that yeah that's an idea i'd be down for the show exploring yeah I, I, you know, I, in a physical manifestations of yeah such. i was enjoying what it was poking at there at least uh yeah but like I say, the, these moments were kind of few and far between. A, a lot of the episode was long scenes of dialogue that didn't go much, much where it felt like it was just kind of spinning in circles. And that's the thing. This this show has had long scenes of dialogue that didn't necessarily tell us a lot, but they were often enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These were just not that engaging. Yeah, and David Duchovny's in address. Well, Which address. is its own appeal, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's funny, though, because this is actually pre-X-Files, so this was before he even became famous. This was yeah, like pre-Mulder, David the Company, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is interesting. Uh, and, and, yeah, Denise's backstory is that he, he was undercover and the, the buyer would only ex- like accept stuff from a transvestite. Like that's, that's That was who his clientele was, so he had to go undercover and then he realised he quite liked it. So yeah. that, that's that's how that came about. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we have Denise, who's a new character. We have Evelyn, who's a new character. That's the, the rich woman that James is not qu- quite shacking up with, although I feel like it's going that direction at some point. Felt very much like it, yeah. Uh, uh, and we have Packard, Andrew Packard, back from the dead. Uh, after, after Catherine has made Jocelyn her maid, who shall... Who shall... You say maid, I think you mean little bitch. I was using the polite term... Yeah, yeah, I'm it. using the accurate term. But yeah, she's basically said, "I will turn you into uh, Hong Kong if you do not be my maid, do my things, get breakfast at seven a.m. I like this and this and this." She asked for juice and coffee, and I was like, "Really? Two drinks, not just one or the other." 
Jason Coffey is quite common, actually. I feel like it's weird. Just have one or have the other. Why do you want both? They do different things. The, 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 you know, just refreshing coffee to wake you up. They're, they're both... They serve their own I mean, purpose. coffee's pretty refreshing as well. Uh, I hate coffee. So I just have the juice myself. Actually, I'm more of a milkman. In the morning, I like milk with... Uh, with uh, I, I need tea myself. I, I have to have um, some level of caffeine to get me going. I don't know. M- milk with something like a, a muffin or something. It's, it's kind of... Yeah. It's not bad. How I enjoy a, how I enjoy a breakfast. That, that is the other crime of this episode. <laughs> There's no food. No, nowhere near enough food for what I expect from Twin Peaks. In fact, the only food I remember is in the diner, and it was like all vegetables in a, like a sandwich. No, no, there was the guy eating the slice of pie as well. And he said, oh, oh that's I've been right, waiting yeah. for this. Yeah, I've the heard guy's, a lot about it. The guy's investigating Cooper. Yeah, he got a slice of cherry pie. That's right. But that's it. And that's just not, it's not up to standard. I expect better. <laughs> Expect more food from this show. Yeah, more donuts and cakes. There's not. Oh, there was, exactly. a, there was a milkshake as well. To be fair, now that I'm thinking about it, there was a reasonable yeah. amount of food spread through. I, I do like milkshakes or a Sunday. Yeah, it was either milkshake or a Sunday. It's, it's hard to tell sometimes, but I think it was a milkshake. It was a milkshake. Yeah, uh, had cream on top. Although I wasted the cream. As funny as it was, seeing Dick basically get yeah, a facial. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of go, that was a waste, wasn't it? Because uh, the cream, honestly, is like one of my favorite parts of the, the whole experience. I really enjoy cream. Uh, that said, the cherry on top that can go. That's fruit on my on my. Oh, cherries are excellent. My dairy sugary treat. Go away. Fruit is sweet. Aye, but it goes right along with it. It's healthy sweet though. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm getting diabetes, I'm getting diabetes in style. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, no, this was this one was a bit of a struggle to get. I I found myself checking how far I was a couple of times to see like how much I said, was left. I, I found myself actively bored, and even on previous episodes where it's been like, yeah, this wasn't as great an episode, I was never going. I'm bored watching this. As I understand that we have another four or five of this caliber left, and then we get start to go into the upswing. Yeah, you say four or five. It's going to feel like eternity. Oh well, but. We're doing uh, three next week, so we're actually a week and a half's time will be in the upswing. It's not that long well, away. Well, that's true. And I appreciate that at least we, we have the, the the foreknowledge of knowing that it gets better. I yeah, feel sorry yeah. for any poor people who watch this at the time going, hang on, is this it now? Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's the thing. That, that, that's it. They, they were just waiting for it and, and hoping that it gets better. We have the knowledge that it's okay. It does get better. Yeah. To be fair, I feel like most, like a lot of the fans of this now probably did watch it later, so probably did know, have an idea. Like, well, yeah. yeah. I, I think the numbers of people who stuck around to the end when it was actually airing live probably diminished greatly during this this portion of the show. Just a guess, though. I have no idea, but it, it didn't get renewed, so it makes sense that they probably. Dwindled. Yeah, exactly. All right, there you go. That's episode eleven of Twin Peaks. Uh, <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be back. Very soon, we're doing three next week, so there'll be one fairly early in the week. Uh, yeah. So it's probably only going to be a couple of days until you get the next one. Uh, but yeah, so thanks very much for watching. Uh, let us know what you thought of this episode in the comments below. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. Helps us out a lot. Guys on Twitter, mail underscore fuzz. Uh, individual Twitters are on the screen. Uh, but that's us, guys. Thanks for watching. Have a damn fine cup of coffee. We'll see you next time.